Apparently, once Van Damme got big, he did like all of the coke. <laughs> yes. Apparently, he was the biggest cokehead in Hollywood. Like it, he, if you put together fucking Daryl Strawberry, Rick James, <laughs> and Gary Busey, Van Damme could snort all three under <laughs> the table. I, I read that he was snorting um, about ten thousand dollars worth of blow every week. Wow. That's bananas. Whoa. That is a more than a half a million dollar cocaine habit yearly. Jesus. Uh, well, at least you don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see him lay pipe. Like if that that scene is fucking worthless to me, unless you're gonna show a 15 minute Full penny love making scene where Van Damme. I want to see him. I want to see his stroke. I, you know, like I, I want to get in there. I want to see a lot of detail. I need anal. I need to see some <laughs> anal in this. Yeah, and you know he's going anal. We need four <laughs> fingers at least, and I'm not talking about a drink. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2020 for Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy out in Nashville. And in Boston, we got Tim Begin. Happy New Year, Timmy. Fight till you die! <laughs> Happy New Year, Max. Uh, I'm glad to be here. and Glad to be here in, what is it, the seventh day of the new year? Um, we're already looking like it's going to be World War III, so uh, we probably don't have too many of these days left, so let's enjoy this. And over in Sacktown, we've got John Anishak, who will probably be facing more of the... Uh, I guess like the the nuclear fallout from whenever whenever DC gets hit. How you doing, John? That makes absolutely no sense. So I'm actually just fat and happy over here because for the first time ever, North Korea is not a fucking problem. It's Iran, and they are closer <laughs> to the East Coast. So fuck you. I'll be over here just roasting weenies and shit, and sitting on top of an overpass, wondering why people aren't looking up at me, just running away from a mushroom cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you guys? It's the new year. Oh, my God. Yeah. We made it. We made it. We did it. Oh, pinkies up, bitches. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wait, are we allowed yeah. to wear white now still, right? <laughs> uh, is that? Yeah. We are? Okay. When does the yeah, clock I, reset after Labor Day? That's what I always wanted to know. You can't wear it after Labor Day. I think if you're in mm. California, you wear white all the time. Yeah, basically. Also, they don't sweat out here. I think they're all lizard people. Yeah, they just are so dehydrated. They de- dehydrate themselves to have that gaunt appearance. Yeah, they kind of pant, too, like a dog. It's really unsettling. <laughs> anyway, it's California. Hmm. Well, you can look more vascular if you're dehydrated, so maybe they just do it on purpose. Oh, dude, get some of that no explode, dude. Some of that yeah. NO2 into the vascularity, dude. You could fit a cock <laughs> through my fucking veins. Woo! so um i was actually fortunate enough to see timmy and john during our little uh holiday break which was fun it was a great time uh timmy on new year's eve i got food poisoning that wasn't fun nope oh did john cook you a extremely (laughs) undercooked burger like i did (laughs) (laughs) so the burger was a slow burn that's what caught him in the end it just oh okay oh no Seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- th- this I don't know if we told that story in the podcast before. This is back in college. Um, it was like me, Derek, and a couple of the Tennessee guys went to visit Tim in Boston. Mm. And Tim was still drinking at the time and was cooking and did not cook the burgers. <laughs> like, it was still completely raw on the inside. 
and I was with my friend Tyler and I was eating it. I said, does this look raw to you? And he's like, uh, yeah, that's totally raw. And I said, ah, fuck it. And I finished the burger and then I got super sick. Holy <laughs> shit. So you probably have mad cow. Not good. And I had two flights that day. That was not a fun day. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now, this one was far less, far less dramatic. It was more like mm. I walked into Max's bedroom after he had left and I, cause I'd heard him throwing up and Nikki, his wife was like, go check on Max. Like, okay, fine. And I walk in and it's just him and he's just doing his Frankenstein bit kind of Dracula thing on the bed. Just, and I like envisioned him <laughs> almost in the background, just having like, feel bad for me music. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are you? Then you just get the, uh, oh, all right, walk back out. Yeah, he's alive. He's alive. Okay. But yeah. Sweating through all the sheets. Like, it's so cold. Yeah. I don't know what happened because you were good to go. I don't like know four either. Four hours. Yeah. It was weird. It was really, really weird. I was, I was uh, fine at brunch. I was hanging out with John. We watched some of the uh, Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed, lie down, and then just started throwing up for like three hours straight. <laughs> and then got back up and started drinking beers. It was really weird. What And also, what does it say about our good friend Bob, where you literally went through hell and back and were still pounding beers like a champ, like all night. But Bob, meanwhile, is like so shit-faced. He's like falling into trash piles <laughs> and like falling off. Of Bob fell bed. multiple times. <laughs> On multiple floors of our house. He just, he <laughs> fell. <laughs> so Tim, there's a part that our friend Bob, last name withheld, was, um, he was in the garage sneaking booze and he's like, don't tell my girlfriend about this. And he starts talking and he, like, he leans, like he takes a step back and he like tripped on a box and I said, watch out for the booze. And he goes, what? Oh, fuck! <laughs> just, he's grabbing stuff like just like fucking shells are falling on him. Like, he's just in he's your garage tornado. in Nashville. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, it's my house. <laughs> all the while, his his girlfriend's probably like five feet away hearing all of this. I mean, we had music blaring, so I don't oh, think okay. he heard, she heard it. But Nikki walked in at like the exact moment that he fell over. I was just like, oh, my God. Sounds like Bob has reverted back to his old days. I love it. <laughs> you see, that night he did, yeah. You see glimmers, yeah. I mean, he was like pissed. He was like, she won't let me have a gin and tonic. Like just raging. <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm a, I'm a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got good friends. Yeah. All right. Movies. <laughs> By the way, yeah. So it's a new year, and for the month of January, we decided to do a little mini series called "It's New to Me," where we each select a movie Boing. that we haven't seen before. And to uh, kick it off, get it? I personally selected the 1988 martial arts shit show Bloodsport, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm, Claude. Oh, Claude. He is just so boyishly charming and handsome and just, mm, I just want to run my fingers down his six-pack. <laughs> Do you think his six-pack actually can, like, get someone pregnant? I'm sure it has, to be honest. I mean, you know. The voice, not so much. No, also the child version of him as we get into that. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, so by the way, before we get into the movie, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this is one of Donald Trump's favorite movies. <laughs> there's um, there's a lot of articles about it online, but to just sum it up, this writer shadowed Trump for a few days back in 1997. 
And he said during like a long flight, Trump had a VHS of the new movie, um, Michael, starring John Travolta, and he got bored. So he switched over to Bloodsport, which is like his favorite movie, which he said in quote is an incredible, fantastic movie. And then uh, he made his son fast forward through all the plot scenes just so he could watch the fight scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Our president. Uh, This is this is the man who is making decisions about bombing senior generals in the Iranian military. The disguise his impeachment hearings. Yeah. Yeah. all the while, American citizens are just sitting back like, oh, great. More wars in the Middle East. I'm sure this is going to be good. <laughs> it's definitely won't affect us in any way once yeah. he's out of office. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's a fun little, uh, little side story before we get into the movie. But um, I haven't agreed with Donald Trump many times in my life, um, but this is a fantastic, excellent, wonderful movie. Excellent movie. <laughs> I I fucking loved it, and I, I was screaming this earlier. But when I first pulled up the, the the image of this to watch it the other night, and I hadn't looked up anything, knew nothing about this movie, I just what the fuck? I mean, it's just you got Claude just like teabagging the floor. He's so low, getting ready to like jump up and roundhouse kick someone in the head. It's and that's the image that came up. Great, wonderful. But I love, I love it. It's the best. I have the best sombreros. (laughs) By the way, all of John Claude Van Damme's uh, movie posters are exactly the same. It's just him doing a split and punching the screen (laughs) or like the camera. (laughs) Every single one of them. And they have explosions in the background for a lot of them, too. But um, let's get into it. So this is our first Canon Studio movie, by the way. And you can tell because the first aerial shot of Hong Kong is as grainy as fuck. Like it was like (laughs) filmed on like a 1982 RCA like handheld camera. So then you're introduced to the star of the movie, U.S. Captain Frank Dukes, who's kicking a speed bag when this autistic soldier, Aaron Boy, tells him that he needs to see the captain before he leaves for Hong Kong. But instead, he goes to his former sensei's house as you cue to an 11-minute flashback scene. His child self sucks. I fucking hated his <laughs> child shit. self. Like, I can't... What? The kid? Yes, the kid. I was just like, oh my God. Oh, the okay. I was like, talking. you better it's like, not Holy shit. No. I am... So many questions about this. Where okay, first one is where the fuck are they? Like in the bay on the base. Like where is he stationed? Is that Japan? Is that Hawaii? I don't fucking know where they are. That he can just go to his sensei's house who is from Japan but doesn't live in Japan. So I mean, I don't know where the fuck they are. Second one is why wherever the fuck they are, why does he have a fucking Belgian accent? Or a <laughs> French they accent? They moved to the United States, as the father explains. What? In passing. Yeah. Does he explain this? Yeah, I the dad, Maybe I just the dad says that, like, when after he tries to steal a sword or whatever, and I think the parents come over, and he's like, we came to this country, and the Japanese guy's like, me too. <laughs> it's like, cool. Oh, so they must be in, like, Hawaii or something like that. Because then they go to a fucking, like, a regular American school that seems to be on a tropical island. Once again, my best <laughs> guess is that it's, they're on Hawaii. But yeah. I was just like, why is they, are they in Hong Kong on a U.S. military base? That makes no sense. And then why are they in this American school in Hong Kong that doesn't look like it's in Hong Kong? <laughs> why are there a bunch of Belgians around with <laughs> Japanese friends? I don't fucking understand this. I didn't think that what Belgians were this? actually allowed to leave their country because I've only met Belgians in Belgium. 
Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, no one wants Belgians. Belgian, Belgium <laughs> is widely known as being the smallest country that has done the the most amount of bad things throughout the world. Well, seriously, like we let them go to Africa. <laughs> Thank you, once Leopold. Look how that turned out. I mean, for yeah. fuck's sake, France and Britain said, um, "We're going to take that back because even your shit, we can't." Whoa, yeah. like God's pissed. No. What? 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 What's wrong with Congo now? Yes. What I do? Right. What I do? Belgium, did you start cutting people's arms off down in Congo? No. No, they did that. That's that's crazy. It was, we wouldn't do that. It was what? It was like Prince cut Leopold or something? You cut it off. King. Yeah. Yeah, King, yeah Leopold. King Leopold. Seriously, he was the original fucking Leroy Jenkins. Just like, oh, here's Africa. Leroy Jenkins. Like, <laughs> Go fuck it all up now. Yeah, a million that's why, dead. That's why I love fucking Europeans, like, talking shit about Americans being bad. It's like, you have done... Every single one of your countries has done terrible things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys every, invented slavery. Every fuck white off. person is descended from a bad person. That's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, and we just learned from them and did it even worse. Yeah. 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 The thing I'm surprised you didn't comment, Tim, is the fact that uh, the, the young Frank's wearing a New York football Giants jersey with a San Francisco Giants hat. I See, I didn't even notice that. I, I just... Yeah. I saw the hat. I oh, just wow. like, what the fuck? I just thought that they were, like, the same. I saw the G, I thought the Giants, and I'm like, I just didn't even think about it. But now it makes total sense. It's like Danny in fucking middle school. He brought a Brooklyn Dodgers hat because he's a fair with a Red Sox fan. Yeah. God damn it. Yep. Brought it in. Tim Stark. And we all started making fun of him. Tim starting to slur his speech. I think you just caused an aneurysm by <laughs> letting him know that that was going on on the screen. <laughs> That's how this shit starts. Okay, well, moving on. So, also in this flashback, you got the training montage of John Claude slowly trying to hit his sensei and falling down without being touched, making blind uh, or making tea blindfolded, and uh, getting split in half by ropes. But ultimately, he gets a samurai sword, which he tried to steal as a teenager. So, two points. First off, when he's still a little kid and old man like slices off the you know the hat the bill to his hat, <laughs> yeah. that was super fucking metal. That was like nine point yeah. five on the metal meter, like. I was just like, fuck yeah. But when they start the training, like the fighting montage, and like the first like five or six times that Claude gets his shit rocked, like Sensei Man doesn't even like do anything. It's almost like he's using the force. It's the weirdest thing. I was like, he's not even moving. (laughs) He's just giving him like the evil eye and he's just falling the fuck over. <laughs> I love the logic too. He like cuts the bill off, and he doesn't he doesn't like react. It's probably because that actor couldn't process what was happening at that exact moment. But the act, <laughs> the other like the sensei guy is just like, "You didn't flinch. You will be a champion." Yeah. It's like, what? Uh-huh. No. You know what that means? He's gonna be a serial killer because he has no emotions <laughs> and no fear. Zero. Yeah. He's Dexter. He's Dexter without a good dad to teach him to kill bad people. <laughs> Uh, well, this trainer, he's dying, and they really never go back to him, so might as well just move on to Hong Kong. So uh, Van Damme's on a bus, and he meets his future BFF, Ray Jackson, who gets on the bus chugging a beer and immediately hits on this poor Chinese woman. Hey, babe, you want to go out with a big guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The raping no, huh? movie is palpable. There's like two women in it, and both of them are threatened to be raped. For, for being yes. raped. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whoever created this movie is a terrible person. I was shocked it wasn't Harvey Weinstein. I mean, is it bad that, like, I I will take this any day over the casual 
like throwing around of rapes, no big deal from the sleepaway camp. <laughs> well, sleepaway camp, that's a fucking unicorn. <laughs> you don't see that too often. Just letting the chef just take whichever kid he wants. No big deal. Eh. That's that a also might be a canon jump film. away from a fucking snuff film. So well, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that does happen pretty fast. And you know, Claude, such a gentleman the entire time. Even though he could tell everyone in the room when he walks into a room knows that this is the only man alive that can do a cock push up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a human tripod. I mean, seriously, dude. There people. There should be just panties going at him. Like, just crazy machine gun panties, dude, all over the place. It's a cock push-up, yo. He could please the like entire f- room, men and men as, men as well. He's like a fidget spinner. He just put him upright. When he goes out, has a heart on, he's spin him. <laughs> just keeps on going. Oh, he's a dreidel. It's a crap stable. <laughs> uh, by the way, this guy, Jackson, he... Looks like an out of shape Macho Man Rainy Savage, and he acts like John C. Riley's character in Step uh, in Step Brothers. <laughs> he is the best in this. I was, I mean, to be honest, like I'm rooting for Jackson this whole movie. Like John Clyde oh, yeah. Van Damme's too pretty. Jackson's re- like the real America. If you really wanted an American to win this, to win the Kumite, like Jackson's the real American to do it. Oh yeah, I mean, like he's straight great. out of fucking Street Fighter, also. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Everybody in this is. Also, I love how they bond immediately. It's like, just, I mean, and this is one for the lady listeners, if there are any out there. Once again, we are (laughs) that simple. Like, these two walk up, they're like, oh yeah, we're both in this death match where we might face each other and have to kill somebody later. Um, You want to bro down on some video games, bro? Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Woo! Like, I mean, just in in it. Friends for life. First quarter on me, because I'm going to win. Oh, you're pretty good. We're best friends now. Ugh. Let's go start a club and buy t-shirts. Also, you know that this movie, like, they needed to fill in extra time because they show all three rounds of that arcade game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why the fuck am I watching these two idiots just play an arcade game? Oh, just burning time on the camera. We got to make that 90-minute mark, guys. We got to do it. (laughs) By the way, it's Tim. I don't know if we, uh, this will be in the, the recorder or not, but Tim had mentioned that he's Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, just in case anybody wants to know who we're talking about. Nerds! This <laughs> guy's so good. Um, also, during all this, uh, you know, a couple times they'll cut to these two military police officers looking for Van Dam. One of them is like a 75-year-old guy, and the other is Academy Award winner Forrest Whitaker. Who, uh, Dude, just <laughs> yeah, go ahead. One of my one of my life's goals, one of my life's ambitions, is to like make a list of movies like this that like Academy Award winners have been in and <laughs> yeah. then meet them and say to them, I, I loved you in Bloodsport. There's <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah. something no one's worst, ever said to Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, pick their worst movie and tell them you loved them in it. It's or just, just point to them. You'd be like, were you the, uh, the MP in Bloodsport? Yeah. You're like, the MP what? in Bloodsport. And he'll be like, I was actually, I was also the King of Scotland. And like, I never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. No. I don't think you were. No, you weren't the king of Scotland. You're definitely a blood sport, though. Yeah, blood sport's great. <laughs> I wonder which which like Academy Award winners would actually punch somebody in the face for because like you know Samuel L. Jackson like if he was in that category, I don't know if he's actually won one or not, but he would pitch you in the face. I don't think he has. Sean Penn, Sean Penn would definitely punch you in the face oh, if yeah. he said the wrong movie. Uh, he'd go yeah. punch his wife. He's my first, first reaction. Punch you in the face. 
If you, <laughs> you punch his wife and you at the same time. Who's the guy? Who is he in uh, fucking like uh, the Summer Nights movie or whatever? High school movie? Uh, oh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah. Also, yeah, also starring star. Forrest Whitaker. Oh, really? Was Forrest Whitaker in that? <laughs> yeah, he's the football player. Huh. Oh, yeah. That they fuck his car up. Yeah. Uh, Two Oscar winners in that movie. Uh, but yeah, he plays the stoner, the one who like falls out of the yep. VW van or whatnot. He's yeah, Spicoli. You, he lo- you loved, yeah. What's that? Spicoli. Yeah. If you told him you loved him in that, he would kill you. <laughs> he would try and kill you, but I guarantee any of us could fucking kick Sean Penn's ass because he would like try yeah. and artsy fight you. He's an artist, <laughs> and then he would probably just like stab him in the face. <laughs> Accurate. All right, well, back to Hong Kong. As uh, Jackson and Van Damme meet their mullet and aviator-wearing sidekick, Lin, who shows the Americans the real side of China that's super shitty. I don't think those are aviators. Those are, like, nerd... Like, those are, like, scientist glasses in the United States. (laughs) Okay. For some reason, they're, like, a stylish (laughs) statement. (laughs) Well, they were made there, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. They were made there. (laughs) Um... A little history lesson for you guys here, too. So, John, you might know this since I know your dad goes to China a lot and you've been there, too. Mm. But um, they're going to uh, that like that area that they are that they're in is uh, Kowloon, I think. Yeah. Kowloon. There's two Old ends city. to the to the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was it was I looked it up, too. It was pretty interesting. I mean, it was an ungoverned, ungoverned uh, section of Hong Kong that was sick, uh, like a total size of six acres, but had over 50,000 people living in it. Yeah, yeah, that, there was definitely was classism when the Brits were there, um, and they even like separated it where the Brits had like their own section. They because part of the city is actually an island. Yeah, um, and I think that might have been the like the Brit Brit end. I don't know. Fun town though. Um, I wouldn't recommend going this year, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> why not, Joe? Uh, you know the the weather reports call for you know raining fire and Molotov cocktails. <laughs> Not <laughs> you know, a lot of lot of oppression. Uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. Kind of tough these days. Uh, the, uh, the, yes. the dumplings have definitely gone down in quality. It's it's a shame. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was a, that was one of the few times they ever filmed in that city because they like they tore it down in the early nineties. Mm. Yep, fun times. Anyway, so they go for like a two and a half a minute long walk through that alley, and they get to the gate where the fighting competition is going to be taking place. So uh, once they're at the competition, Van Damme proves that he's part of the Tanaka clan by doing the uh, Denmark, a.k.a. Brick Breaking Time. I thought it was the Death Touch. I think that's what they this translated as. Oh, okay, because I thought it was the Death Touch. I was watching this. It like, is a Death Touch. I screamed yeah. at the TV. It was like, the Death Touch! Like, just, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! My, my favorite thing about this is that this is a secret fighting competition that's put on by an international federation. Athletic Federation, <laughs> which doesn't seem like a good like that doesn't that's not secret. That would be like there's a secret like underground soccer competition put on by FIFA. It doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like why are all these MMA fighters coming to China the same exact day and they're all leaving the same day? Right. There's like a lot of st- there's a lot of, like a lot of plot lines in this that go nowhere. Like the whole explanation about like how the triads put it on the triads are like the mafia. You would expect that there would be like some sort of like triad story arc to this, where like you know Jean Claude Van Damme gets like caught up in organized crime. Nope that does, that doesn't go anywhere, and it's also secret. But it's not secret because anyone can just walk in 
like those there's just like three white people <laughs> are apparently in this like super secret part of the city that have to walk down this super secret alley that's controlled by the triads. No, they can just walk in. It's not a big deal. No, and not to mention that Lynn is just yelling out loud in like the hotel reception area. Right. Like, you guys are here for the illegal fight? I'm going to show you some illegal stuff. Right, exactly. Well, and everybody else in the bar is also there for the illegal fight, dressed like they're (laughs) about to fight that second. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the Lakers coming to town. It's like everyone knows the fucking Lakers are staying. Yeah. For the super secret underground fucking basketball game or whatever. It's like, this is so <laughs> So, yeah. Um, let's just move on. I guess uh, you got the, you're introduced to the only female in this movie. That's another one. Fucking uh, Janice. Janice Kent. Oh, who just, you know, she also knows about this fight somehow. And she's just getting sexually harassed by this douche named uh, Hussein or Hussan, right? Yeah, Hussein? Something like Hussein. that. Hussein. Yeah. Sure, Janice, whatever. Janice has no affiliation to anything. She's just a reporter, full stop. That's what she yep. is. No idea, like, how she got there. <laughs> her dad was apparently a reporter. Who who fucking cares? Also, <laughs> she she just walks up to a bar and asks the first two, like, Chinese people that she sees, do you know about the martial arts fight? Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't these Chinamen talk to me? Yeah. Probably don't speak English, Janice. What? <laughs> And then what she does, spoiler alert, she actually gets into the competition to be able to watch it, like, undercover, you know, and then pulls out her fucking tape recorder in the middle of the fight to start, like, <laughs> screaming notes into it. It's like, uh, she is, yeah. Ugh. She is, like, the worst secret operative ever. She's the worst <laughs> reporter ever. Like, yeah. She would be... You'd be dead so fast. <laughs> well, not to mention she then listens to her tape and is just screaming because you can't even hear a word that she's saying because they didn't have the microphone on her in that scene. So it's just right. like it's just inaudible screaming when she goes back to like t- write up her notes. Oh, it's like she's like fucking Sean Hannity's grandmother or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, like the you know Van Dam challenges uh, Hussein to a coin grabbing contest and whoever wins gets the girl. Yeah. Wink, wink. She's like, are you fucking what? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, that that's not how this works. I'm a human being. Oh, God damn it. All right. <laughs> Whoever wins get to rape her. Oh, I, man, you're such I a love, good guy. John I love Claude. the stereotypes. I love the stereotypes. It's just like the, the Asians are like just so stereotypically Asian in this. <laughs> the fucking Muslim dude is about to just like <laughs> it's fucking barbarian. Women's my property. I'm going to fucking rape her. Like, oh, God, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever, whoever well, like wrote this just like broke out like the racism handbook and was like, okay, here we go. This is good. <laughs> or this is just 1988. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. But uh, yeah, and then you get some shirtless Van Damme meditation splits and then it's fight night. And there's only three ways to win in a fight. Knockout, knocking the opponent off the platform or forcing them to say uncle. Okay, this is where I would say I would easily win Kumite. I would easily, I'm not even kidding right now, because I know Kumite is like a real thing, because isn't this like a fucking true story? I would easily win we'll Kumite. We'll get that later. I know how. I would just olay people off the mat. Except for Spider-Man. Spider-Man was there, and he might give you a little bit of trouble. He's the final okay, boss. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do that in spite with Spider-Man. Everyone else, I olay off the mat. What a dumb rule. What a dumb rule. Yeah, that really is dumb. That only really fits for, like, what, fucking sumo wrestling? It kind of makes sense. Like, okay, you're just going to, like, tummy bash each other until you're out of the line. 
fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this should be to the death or knockout. Yeah. But like sumo wrestling, they're the same size. Like people that are fighting in this, like you have a 125 pound guy versus like a 450 pound dude. <laughs> yeah. Like it makes no sense, which is hilarious because I think that's the first person that Jackson fights. He just beats the shit out of this like 12 year old. He's <laughs> just like, like in his, like he just knocks this guy unconscious and then like in this beer and cocaine feels freak out. He just screams at Cha Lang who... Is a villain. They haven't even introduced yet at this point, but somehow he's already the villain. He just goes, yeah, I'm going to kill you, man. Yeah, you, man. You got it. <laughs> what the fuck? He just keeps doing like the breaking symbol of just like, bet, you know, like I'm going to break you. Like, oh boy. And Cho Ling's eyes are just like wide open. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, Who are you? We just got here, dude. Like it just started. That was the first fight. Um, Okay. <laughs> I don't blame Chung Lee's like for being upset. Like everyone's making fun of this guy. Everyone's being mean to him. Well, did you hear his <laughs> yeah. scream later in the movie? His scream later the in the movie is the like, over ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that's literally what his fucking scream is later in the movie until he actually says a word. I'm like, Oh, okay. He doesn't have a high pitched voice. He's like, I will break you. But no, he screams. And it's, ah! <laughs> Did they just borrow Ivan Drago's like dub track? I and think just so. Cut out stuff for him to say because the, the the dubbing in this was terrible. So uh, apparently, um, so uh, Chung Lee and uh, the Sensei were both in Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie from the seventies, oh. and I guess they used a lot of the same lines from each from both movies. Oh, really? Yeah. What a like a what a like a a drop from a fall from grace. You're in a Bruce Lee movie, like you know Bruce Lee. Whatever you think about that genre, like those those were like super popular movies and very you know a lot of people loved them. And now you're in this Jean Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> yeah, you go from being in like a masterpiece kung fu Ameri- like the first movie that broke kung fu to like American audiences to doing a movie with like a five foot five Belgian guy. <laughs> Right. First true martial oh. artist replaced with a fucking cocaine habit. That's just not good. <laughs> yeah. They probably had like rodeo, like not rodeo, like lasso Jean-Claude Van Damme out of bath out of the bathroom every 15 minutes. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> later on the movie. Kung Lee just throws cocaine in his eye. He's just, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I snorted, not, not, not blink at it. <laughs> he does have a pretty heinous little screech when that happens, though. I was like, oh. Even his like no, his no. kung fu screeches are like disturbing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're kind. It's all kind of like um uh like anime acting. You know how like in like an anime like you have these like strange, long, shot like super expressive surprise and screaming faces. It's like he kind of does that. Yeah, and yes. far too much. They did it well a couple times. Or was like, oh, the finishing move, and he's like. You know, and his, like, fucking eyeballs are <laughs> popping out of his head. And I'm like, all right, that was a cool finishing move. And then, like, in one fight, they do it six times with just some some other dude. Like, it's, I, know, I liked it. The 80s. I hate the 80s. But for uh, for Chung Lee, though, so, yeah, you know, Jackson screams at him, and then they introduce him as the defending champ. He's never lost a fight, and he also killed the guy in the ring the year before. It, he is also, by far, like, the beefiest, biggest, like, biggest Asian man I've ever seen. Dude, he's just one of the biggest dudes Dude is fucking huge. His chest puts Terry Crews to shame because he's just pumping his fucking tits. Like he's getting ready to go just fill a pail of milk, dude. Like his shit is intense. (laughs) 
every time. Incredible muscle titties. Woo, my He looks God. like he's like 5'8", too. He's not tall. He's no, he just is a, a fucking cannonball. He's a big motherfucker. Oh, my God. He was in his 40s in this movie. Really? That's crazy. Like, Honestly, some, shit. some football team should have signed him. He would be the unstoppable yeah. running back. Because mm. <laughs> a fucking monster. And yeah. he had a fucking black belt. I mean, he, like, he actually was a... Um, like, he started practicing, uh, you know, Taekwondo and all that shit when he was, like, 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So Chong Lee knocks this dude out in 14 seconds. But then it's Van Damme's turn, and in his first fight... He knocks Hussein out in 12 seconds. Uh-oh. Oh, somebody did it better. Uh, looks like we're going to have ourselves a massive cockfight. <laughs> <laughs> Good old-fashioned swing and dick fight. Mm. So, uh, trivia fact here is um, when Van Damme elbows that dude in the face, he actually did it by accident and knocked him out. <laughs> so they kept it in. He knocked him out? That's great. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we do need directors like Tarantino these days. So that way, like at least somebody gets hurt on film, like for the audience to see, like maybe I'll strangle, a, you know, an actress or something, but it's better than the old days where we just let you get a concussion on, on set and then put it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they filmed it in Hong Kong. Cause they didn't have any laws. Yeah. There's that. Yep. The Brits don't give a shit. So, um, yeah, then you get some awesome eighties cheese of the song fight to survive mm. while you just watch some of like the biggest mismatched fights ever. Spider-Man, man, that fighting style is just, that's got to be horrible for the knees. Like, each fight must be like three <laughs> ball games for a baseball catcher. Like, the equivalent. Like, do you think that this guy had to have surgery later in life doing that kind of shit? Because there's no way that he just, like, they found him on the street, and they're like, yeah, we just want you to do Spider-Man shit. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. Like, he does this for a living. Like, his knees are gone. I don't think he has legs if he's still alive. So, I, I think there's sort of a... Uh an elephant in the room with this this uh, character and this fighting style. I don't think what the... And I'm not saying this. I would like everyone out there to know I am not saying this. Tim... I am just saying... Tim, I am just saying... Your little... Vo- I can hear your little voice in your head screaming, and I'm not even you. Like... <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that I think the writers of this movie may have written this character as though... The gentleman was to be fighting like a monkey. Now, <laughs> little known fact, uh, not that's a little known fact. Little known fact here. Backing out of the room. <laughs> the uh, actor playing this character was black, and how he was introduced into the movie oh my God. was he jumped up on a tree branch like a monkey would. To crack a coconut in half. Yes, he so did. So it could quite possibly be the single most racist interpretation or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, depiction of anybody ever in film history ever. And I'm including fucking like the birth of nations and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It, it was so the depiction was so racist. It's not even funny. Max, don't laugh. No, it wasn't. It was not funny. <laughs> Max, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Max. Uh, just leave me hanging, yeah. huh, guys? <laughs> but this dude, literally, I mean, it's like, it's almost like the inspiration for Spider-Man. He's just bouncing around and like, dude, uh, it's insane. It can't be healthy. It can't be good. There's an OSHA violation and they're fucking somewhere. Let's move on. Yeah. So <laughs> at the same point. 
Yeah, the military police, they're back. And they found out where Van Damme's staying. And they tell him that he has to go home because the U.S. government spent too much money on him because he's a human lethal weapon. Yeah, I gagged a little bit when they dropped that line. Yeah, but, you know, Grizzly Bear Jackson saves the day by telling Forrest Whitaker that, I'm not your friend, dickface. And then he just (laughs) bull rushes the two cops and Van Damme cartwheels his way out of the hotel. And they go into the sitcom foot chase around Hong Kong. (laughs) Yeah, that's like a Scooby-Doo foot chase. (laughs) It was. Um, I do love the fact, though, that Van Damme, like, he's running and then he'd stop, let them catch up, and then he'd start running again. <laughs> it's like, dude, you are a deserter on, on the run from military police, representatives of the federal government of the United States, and you're just <laughs> laughing and chuckling about it. <laughs> Not going to get me. Can you catch me? Like, <laughs> Come on. Dude, they were doing the Mr. Rogers wave. Come on. Yeah. I, I don't understand how in the 80s, like, we could do that or we could take such serious situations and make light of them. Always. Like, nah, dude, your life's over. You're going to be rotting in a military jail for the rest of your life. Like, this is no laughing matter. I think he was on leave. I'm pretty sure he was on leave. He like, they just didn't want him fighting. Dude, he like ninja his way off of the fucking military base and then somehow made his way to Hong Kong or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> he did do that. One second, sho- he was... Quote unquote, shower. What? To John's point, Max, it's like if you're on leave as a soldier and then your commanding officer says you're not on leave anymore, you're not on leave anymore. Yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah, there's that. Very true. Yeah. Um, During the scene, though, so like there, there's a trivia fact that like all the actors did their own stunts. They didn't have any stunt people in this movie because it cost like a million dollars to make. So that includes the old man and Forrest Whitaker. They're doing all their own stunts. If you notice, too, like Whitaker is <laughs> jumping over fences. This old guy actually does like a pretty good job of like running across these real boats and it's like super shitty polluted river <laughs> and falling into it. Like, that is a fucking Chinese river. Those guys, it's amazing those guys didn't die just coming out of the water. Yeah, and he got water in his mouth because he spits it yeah, out. Yeah, he spit it like, out. Oh, dude. Have you seen Ugh. Forrest Whitaker's eye? I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is where it happened. He got it wet. Yeah. <laughs> I opened my eye underwater in China doing blood sport. <laughs> it almost That's just... why he gets so angry if you <laughs> mention it to him. <laughs> I lost a fucking eye in that movie. You insensitive prick. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, well, that was fun. But now it's time to get sexy. As you get this really shitty pano camera into this poorly underlit restaurant <laughs> where uh, Jana says, can you let me into the comate? No. I'll put out. Cut to the next morning and Janice is acting like she woke up still having an orgasm in bed while you get to see the sweet butt of Van Damme. I, uh, this is again like what we what I said before we really started the podcast. I needed this didn't need to be in or it needed to be like a fifteen minute long scene where Van Dam just is laying pipe. Like I'm talking about full penny. Like I want to see Van Dam stroke. I you know I needed a lot more a lot more of the, the intimate action, but but alas. But but it, it being 1988, you also needed to be like 1988 porn. So it's either just a zoom in of just penis going into vagina and nothing else, or just like Van Damme's sweaty face and nothing else. <laughs> that, like the behind the butt scene where it's just yeah. like all you see is like his hairy balls in like dingleberry. It's just appendages, and nothing <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. I need context in my porn scenes. I need to know what's going around. I have a need for situational awareness. 
<laughs> like, if another man's about to jump in, I have to know so I can exit it out because that's not my thing. Oh, where'd that come from? Yeah, holy shit. He just came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, there's two. Oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, they just touched dicks. Ah. Is that a woman butthole or a guy butthole? I can't even tell. Yeah, that's 80s porn is when you can't tell whose butthole it is because both of them are hairy. <laughs> Uh, no, I think 80s, the guys were... Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just no, it. F- finish it. I want to know. I want to know. Do it, Max. Say what you want to say. Give in to <laughs> your hate. Say, it was the 80s. The men didn't have hair, but the women did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh. God. Yep. <laughs> My note here was more like Van Damme. Boy, look at your fine waxed ass booty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they breed them pretty in Belgium. <laughs> also, though, you know, Van Damme, he's a rock star because he can fuck all night. And then he tells Janice that she's still not invited to the Kumite. <laughs> hey, that was great. OK, you're not invited to the Kumite. Bye. You know, you can't come, right? <laughs> I already did. So, you know, I think it's like, you know, like the 80s trope of like the just like the helpless. Woman. She's like she was just sexually pleased so much. She's like, I don't care. Fine, whatever. Yeah. I could die now. I'm still coming right now. Like the 12 year old's (laughs) fantasy of like, I paid her as a hooker, but then I did such a good job that uh, she gave me the money back. (laughs) So, this is the part of the movie that is just nothing but just, it's just uphill. It is just fantastic. It gets better and better. So, first, uh, you have the unnecessary sex and ass shot. Followed by Van Damme just wandering around the shot for like 10 seconds. And then he goes, hi. Followed by Jackson trying to smash the bottom brick for the judges, but instead smashes the top brick like it was made of sand. Which is then followed by him taking the bottom brick, destroying it over his head, just saying, oh, yeah, this is for you, Freddy. And just <laughs> like starts shaking his entire body. Savage. Hulk yep. Hogan. Oh my God. He's so great, dude. He really is my favorite. I want to bring him home. I want to keep him in my pocket and I just want to talk to him and I want him to make me happy when I'm having a bad day. That's what I need. Just sprinkle cocaine on his face every 45 minutes to keep him good. Yeah. It's like a charging battery. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All good right. Another 45 minutes. The cream rises to the top. Uh, but then somehow Janice, she's already there. Like she got fully dressed up like a hooker, found a Chinese mafia guy who in return invited her to the super illegal martial arts human cockfight, And then she still managed to get there before Van Damme did. Yep. Right. Once I again, hi- highlighting the secrecy of this whole event. <laughs> the fact that she knew exactly where it was. She knew who was going to it. She knew like the soup, the, like the top triad guy who was going to it. And he was just like, oh, yeah, you want to come? Cool. And she was like, I'll be your date and I'll blow you. And he's like, no, it's fine. You can just come. <laughs> yeah, that's it's all good. Yeah. No, no, really. You don't have to do that. No, just do it. We'll see how the night goes. Yeah. And he's like, why are you gentleman. all dressed up? The tickets are over there. There's tickets over there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's open door, Paul. So you just come in. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get a yeah. press pass? We love journalists. Come on. <laughs> We're trying to promote this. That's why we invited the IFAA. You know, we're trying to make this legit. Yeah. Oh, this is all secret, right? No, it's not secret. It's it, we're, mm-hmm. it's on ESPN. 
<laughs> Highly edited, but it, it is on ESPN. Um, and then also Van Damme, he just gives her like a sitcom dad sigh and head shake. <laughs> she walks away. This guy who I just met 15 minutes ago and now I love for the rest of my life is going to die and I can't, I'm inconsolable. It's like, okay. Okay, lady. Fuck off. Well, it's time to fight again. So Chong Lee gives a wave to the crowd and just snaps this dude's shin bone completely out of his body. That was intense, dude. They even showed awesome. like the bone come out and all that shit. It was like, yeah, <laughs> 80s, gratuitous. <laughs> it was great. That dude, was they real. Always have the. <laughs> No practical, all practical, yeah, zero practical effects. This was all real effects. <laughs> you guys signed up for that. I, I have to say, too, it was actually, it was quite artful that they just kept the blood splatter, you know, after each day of fighting. And so, like, the just the whole, <laughs> like, fighting match just gets just more blood-soaked and more blood-soaked as the movie goes on. And I was like, I could appreciate that level of detail. This is good. <laughs> well, it's you know why? Thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. I was just going to say it's like a dolly painting. <laughs> I was gonna say the reason for that, John, is just because the guy who was like scrubbing the uh, the mats, he he found that little you know gold tooth, and that was like he could set his entire family and generations after oh. that. So he just left. Why oh. did he bite it? Be- what that was so gross. <laughs> I, it was really <laughs> yeah, gross, like, but you know you gotta you gotta check these things out, dude. You gotta check it out. You gotta know. But that was also hilarious, yeah. though. Him like looking left and right, <laughs> just, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was like some exposition that was not needed. Because you would have expected that if, like, he was going to grab the tooth and, like, someone would have caught him and killed him, which would have, like, shown how serious people run this are. Like, this isn't a place to fuck around. No, it was just he was a guy who worked there and he saw a gold tooth and he kept the tooth. And that, that went nowhere. Also, the entire crowd watched him bite a human tooth. <laughs> I know. He's, he's on the mat cleaning it. <laughs> like, people are just looking at him. Oh, so yeah, so that actually, that's, that's a good point that you make though, Tim, is that, yeah, you would think that, you know, you don't fuck around at this kind of event. This is the most like easygoing kind of like, oh, ha ha, no big deal. We don't have any armed guards. Once again, the triads, who the fuck knows? The announcer is speaking in perfect American English the entire time. And. <laughs> America doesn't have martial arts. We just punch each other in the face until it's done. Like We, we have Joe Rogan. That's it. That's yeah. the extent of our martial arts. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And he's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all. Yeah. He shaved his head. Now he's a fighter. Woo. Like, it, <laughs> I really wish they would have made it a little more intimidating. So, therefore, that's why we do have to do Mortal Kombat. So, that way, it's like, oh, the stakes are real. Your fucking world will end. <laughs> we'll take your soul. Mm. Your soul is mine. So you got this weirdo doing a mime impression to Van Damme prior to the fight. The ref somehow just is waiting for him to finish. And then he's just immediately airborne exploded out of the ring by Van Damme's kick. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, he's got strong kicks. Also, I stand by my statement. I think he can do a cock push up. (laughs) There's no question he can. If, If we saw that 15 minutes of exposed... Of you know, of like full length sex, he just would have been doing a cock push up <laughs> on top of her. Oh, he could have done the like the what was it the twister? You know where it's like okay, so you, you go in right, and then you have to balance yourself, and then she spins you around. Yeah, he could have done that. <laughs> he could have. He's, he's small enough. He is. He could have jackhammered her without touching the bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, I was going to talk about this, uh, the frog person, but I'm going to move on. I think we talked about him enough. So, Oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> what? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the next scene is also phenomenal. This is where you get the Van Damme face. When oh, he just says that five-star tummy punch to the, like, the underweight sumo fighter. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, it's just like... Like, I mean, dude, he looks Ugh. like he is going to die. You mean the nut punch? No, no, that was... No, weird. he does the five-star to the tummy, and then he does the split, and then he punches him in the nuts. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, there there has to be a rule against that in this fight. Like, <laughs> you would think. I, I, I know that that's not, like, a move in, like, you know, martial art. Maybe it is. I don't fucking know. But I just know that, like... The drop to a split to nut punch uppercut is that's probably like a dirty move in most martial arts. Nah, dude, you, know. yeah. you don't understand. It's the most risky, but for high reward. So he actually shattered his gooch. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, definitely. He shattered he his, his gooch. Ruptured. He, he punched him in the gooch. So like maybe some of the shockwave might have hit the balls, but he's that good where only he can perform such a move to shatter the gooch. That man will never fuck again. That man's gooches up are up in his fucking ears right now. I know. I'm I'm like I'm trying to feel my gooch. Is that part of your hip bone? Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Hold on. Let me just touch myself yeah. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Move on before I keep touching myself. Okay. Now it's Kong Lee versus or Chung Lee versus Jackson. The fight that separates the men from the boys. Dude, I I actually out loud was like Jackson. No. <laughs> Don't do it, Jackson. You're just expecting him to die. Jackson! You think he's he's gonna be like Jax in uh in Mortal Kombat from 1995? Jackson! When he fights the uh, eight-arm guy. Jackson! Jackson! I was I was actually upset. I mean, of course, it, he didn't stand a chance. He held his own though. He got some good hits in there. And well, he probably if he didn't just start like immediately fucking. He thought he won about it. <laughs> yeah. Then, he, he could have, like, maybe, you know, finished the guy off. But he doesn't, and instead he gets curb stomped by Lee. Dude. And then, of course, damn, your Claude runs up on stage. So he's clearly suffered a massive, you know, cranial injury you know, to the skull. Probably some hemorrhaging. And the first thing that, that Claude does is, I'm going to shake his head by the neck. <laughs> hey, buddy, you good, buddy? Shaking his head like a fucking maraca. Like, dude, like, what's the first thing they teach you as a kid? Is like, if they're down, don't touch them. Blood is I just like know. projectiling out of his ear. <laughs> like, <laughs> this dude's skull was cracked. It's cracked like a fucking natty ice. Like, just leave him there. That's why his eyes were crossed at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but he got his bandana back, so it's all good. Yeah, at least he got that back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that shaking uh, a head injury victim is in the DSM. That's in the diagnostic manual, I think, as a, as a treatment for traumatic brain injuries. <laughs> you aren't fucking yeah. rearranging the batteries in a television remote. It's not like, oh, every once in a while, <laughs> it clicks back in. Like, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, you can eat. We aren't putting those pieces back together. Like, he's fucked. It's over. <laughs> so at this point, Janice tries to cancel the entire tournament and then rats Van Damme out because she sucks. Yeah, she sucks. <sighs> Women ruin everything. It's just, that's just a, a fact of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in canon movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> their only their only good purpose is just to have sex with the muscular star. That's it. <laughs> yep. So you, then you get this sad Rocky montage accompanied by uh, Trey Parker from South Park, who's just singing it. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking awful. Yes. You gotta go on YouTube to watch this scene. If if anybody's listening who hasn't seen this movie, just watch that scene alone. It is fantastic seeing Kung Lee's eyes just bugging out of his head in the reflection of the bus. So hilarious. <laughs> so good. And then it ends with just a shirtless Van Damme doing splits looking over all of Hong Kong. Van Damme, he then beats his pale dude after uh, they take turns just kicking each other. And then uh, Kung Lee or Jung Lee kills a dude. <laughs> just kills a dude. Yeah, it's Straight really Straight up that. murders him. <laughs> like blatantly kills him on purpose, does it? How does the judges are not happy. How does he kill him again? Does he break his neck or? Yeah. Is that what it is? I think yeah. he does. He yeah. breaks his neck. The judges aren't happy, but do nothing about it. There's no penalty nope. for it. They're just like, okay, well, we're not, you know, we're not happy about that, <laughs> Chung Lee, but don't do it again, okay? We told you last time to stop killing people. Yeah. You only get eight more, you're on eight more chances. Well, now it's time for the final match. So, during the fight. Uh, Chung Lee plays dirty and grinds up this dick pill, blinding Van Damme. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I want to know what that was. Like, what could that possibly be that made him bug out that badly? I mean, like, I mean, it was, I would it's think. It's straight, it's pure heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. No, he would have just been, like, it's asleep in the corner. This will slow him down. <laughs> Throw heroin in his eyes. Uh, I mean, I was looking, I was like, what is it? Just like a fucking caffeine pill? Because it's like any powder you throw into someone's eyes is going to suck. Like, except it's making him trip out. And he, But the camera didn't even do a good job because it's trying to, like, do it, like, point of view, like you're blinded. I could see pretty well. Yeah, it just looked like a like Rocky in round 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not that bad. You can still see. That is why your children shouldn't be straight edge because if someone ever, like, you know, doses them when they're adults at least they know how to handle it they're like i've been here yeah. before okay right. when they're in a death match in hong kong with a bunch of uh chinese mobsters watching you yeah seriously yeah. that's why you let your kids take drugs or you're like one of our good friends who had an argument with an ashtray and then the refrigerator tried to eat him so he had to go walk <laughs> to the hospital <laughs> naked yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. well, who's that Take a wild guess. He's <laughs> a doctor now yeah that will that will not be in <laughs> True story. But all I got to say to this is just good thing Van Damme had all those years of blind tea pouring training because uh, you get the iconic scene of Van Damme screaming, followed by him tornado kicking Jung Lee, who is just standing there taking all these hits like he's a stunned character in Mortal Kombat. Then uh, Kung Lee says, Uncle, and Van Damme wins the tournament. So it takes yeah. like six consecutive roundhouse kicks to this guy's head to get him down. And he like basically... He had to throw so many kicks that during the scene, because it's just one shot, like Van Damme has to like stop for a second and like pull his shit back together just to like get ready to go like throw a bunch more roundhouse <laughs> kicks to this guy's head. Like, <laughs> he tucks his shorts. Yeah, he tucks his shorts up because they're starting to droop a little bit. <laughs> and then he goes to kick him again. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. I'm a big fan of how long Chung Lee just lets, uh, <laughs> let's, um, let's, uh, Frank just kind of like kneel in the middle of the ring screaming like a strange person. <laughs> like, he gives him a full 15 minutes. I feel like if we actually saw like that scene, people would just kind of start looking at each other like, is he going to stop screaming anytime? So, What's happening? I right mean, now? I knew I should. He broke that random dude's neck just for doing nothing. Like, right. 
He's just been screaming for yeah. for minutes now. Maybe Chung Lee should just end this. I'm sick of listening to this guy scream. It's because all whatever that was in the pill went to his pores and he's just like completely just heroin stunned. He's just yeah. like, I don't even know That was I PCP, am. man. <laughs> I, some of that kind of went my butt by accident. I don't feel too good. But also, like, how did the officials not see the giant cloud of white powder, like, hit him in the face? Because, like, <laughs> I could see every grain, like, fly out from his hand. No, he does like a scar Simba throw. It's just like yeah. it's, it's clear as day. He <laughs> reached, <laughs> reached into his shorts, not looked inconspicuously, at it. looked at it, frowned <laughs> it up, and then like blew it into his eyes. Smiled and then blew it in his eyes. Yeah. You don't need fucking instant replay to figure out what happened. <laughs> I mean, he put this this pill into his like basically his in between his stomach and his like belt area. Like and he was in a mm. fist fight, and it was still exactly where it was when he left it. That, that thing also. would be so sweaty. It wouldn't even you wouldn't even be able to make a powder. But dude, like, well, the drugs they would have already like crushed on him, and he like he would have been like taking heroin straight through the yeah. dick. Like he would have absorbed it. You're right, Jim. God, dude, could you no, he, no, 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 guys. He put it in his foreskin. <laughs> oh, he ducked <laughs> he just it. Wrapped it around. Oh. He ducked it. <laughs> <laughs> Speak okay, so speak a little tangent here on uh, New Year's speaking Eve. Speaking of foreskin, yeah. yeah. Speaking of foreskin, I got mine put back on. I'm just <laughs> um, whoa, 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 whoa! I want to know how that goes. Well, pretty simple. You kill a vagrant, steal his foreskin, <laughs> get some duct tape, and you're good to go. And then you're done. <laughs> Uh, so on New Year's Eve, Abby and I had some friends over and we were playing this, like, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Cards Against Humanity, but it was like a, a similar type game. Mm-hmm. And one of the cards was like, you know, had, had something about docking and no one in the room knew what docking was. And I was so shocked that I was the <laughs> only one that knew what docking was. So I had to explain to 10 people what docking was and about how it was taking, your penis and putting you inside the foreskin of another man's penis. <laughs> oh, wow. Like uh, a docking station. Yeah. How do you think that Great. feels? I bet it feels pretty good. Probably feels kind of homey. I mean, if you're into that kind of shit, you probably love it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was designed to house part of a penis, so it, it's kind of meant to. Yeah. You're really not doing anything. Huh. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's gay. It's kind of like soaking. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so gay, it's straight. Soaking. Right? I love soaking. Only soaking. Mormons would oh, do soaking. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how we got into this tangent. That was my fault. <laughs> Moving <laughs> That's on. That's on me, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that one's on me. I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> yeah, so the wrap of the movie, Van Damme. Uh, no, wait. No, not, not the wrap of the movie. Not yet. Jackson, he's drinking beer in the hospital. And he and Van Damme say that they love each other and they kiss. They do kiss. They do. And he goes, wherever, whatever you need me, if you ever need me, on the moon, at the center <laughs> of the earth, New York City, whenever, wherever, whatever you need me, I'll be there. <laughs> Your foreskin, my foreskin. <laughs> Docking. I'll be there. Soaking. <laughs> Docking. Buckling Bronco, whatever you need, I'll be there. It's like I feel like Jack, like Jackson, was definitely just having like a 
he was having a concussion hallucination, but like <laughs> there's nobody like, there. Van Damme didn't yeah. say bye. I feel like Frank Dukes was just kind of like, okay, okay, this is enough. I know we're friends. This is fine though. Don't you know? Okay, you're not coming on the plane with me. You know that, right? Yeah, you can't go on the plane. Your brain will pop for all, all the pressure. <laughs> you really need to get some swabs for those ears. They're still bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> Don't you love these Chinese beers? That's that's uh, that's chicken stock. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, now the movie's wrapping up. So Van Damme, he's already on the airplane, waiting for the cops, and he go, who just they go, oh, you crafty son of a bitch, and they all laugh, and then Van Damme gives Janice the Chinese fighting salute. She doesn't get on the plane either, by the way. Yeah, and, why uh, is she there? Like, what? You couldn't have said bye. Why is she on the, the runway? Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know she was just a pump and dump. Frank Dukes had no <laughs> intention of fucking taking her, like, seeing her no. again. <laughs> What's your name again? Stacy? It's Janice. All right. Bye, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go fuck the stewardess in here. Yeah. So, yeah, then the movie ends with these captions saying that the movie was based off the real life of Frank Dukes, who won 325 matches in five years and retired as the full contact Kumate champion with four world records that were all quickly proven to be not true as soon as the movie came out. Really? Was that, is that yes. is this even a thing? Kumate? Is this even a thing? Kumate? I, th- I, I don't necessarily know, but there was a phenomenal um, Amazon trivia fact on here because... So if you watch like any of these movies on Prime mm. on like your laptop, they have the X-ray trivia stuff. And uh, <laughs> my favorite one by far, because one of his things was um, he had 56 straight fights or straight knockouts in a single tournament to go along with uh, a KO in 3.2 seconds and then also a 72 mile per hour uh, kicking speed. But the trivia fact was um, in order to score 56 knockouts in Akumite, you would have to need uh, you would need 72 quadrillion fighters participating which is no more than 10 times the total human population. It's <laughs> 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 like the best trivia fact ever. Oh my God, that fucking sucks. I was super hyped. I took a picture of the screen. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Woo! He also said that he was a CIA operative and um, they like, you know, he kept on talking shit. And then like the military is like, no, he was never over in Asia at all. When he was, he was like a reserve. And he's like, well, they're just lying. They're fabricating my papers because they know it's true. God. Also, I you like... You were in the Coast Guard Reserve, Frank. <laughs> you were in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, didn't they also have something where it's like he started up the first, like, ninjutsu school in fucking America? It was like, uh... Yeah, it's called, like, Duke's May or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's named after him. Guys, like, yeah. no, you don't just start in, in, like, an assassination club. Like, that's fucking stupid. Ninjutsu is one of those uh, like martial arts that like uh, fat kids uh, get into for like self esteem, but aren't real. Yeah, throwing stars. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. not. Like it's not at the recreation center, and there's like you know, it's like half Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> half like calisthenics. A lot of dialogue. Yeah, happening. a lot of dialogue. A lot of monologues. Yeah, a lot of love interests written in. <laughs> Tiny little boners in their sweatpants. A lot of stretching. 
Yeah. <laughs> Time for trivia. There's not a whole lot because I didn't look too much into this. Um, the first one has nothing to do with this movie, but uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was fired from being the Predator. Really? Because, yeah, did you not? So he was the original Predator. This picture's online, too. He looked like an ant, like some weird, like, anteater. And uh, they fired him from the, from the movie. He said he was just too much of an asshole. Hmm. <laughs> oh, cocaine, probably. Yep. Well, also, I would he love to see a stuff. predator that was like five foot three. Like that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. That, they lucked out because the real predator, the guy they hired, was like seven four. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> it's a big motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mortal Kombat's based off this movie, and they based Johnny Cage off of Van Damme. That's really? accurate. That's accurate. That is real. Yeah. Yep. They wanted him for the for the movie, and he said no. They're like super pissed about. Um, Van Damme does his trademark split seven times in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just what gets twenty times if they show that sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> I just it just got more. Tra- it just got trashier each time they did it. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, cool splits!" Like, "Oh, splits!" All right, fuck God, fuck you! Like, I just. Go fuck yourself. Like, look at those muscles. Look at that butt. There's just no reason. Like a, a stripper doesn't do that many splits in a fucking set. <laughs> like, come on. Hey, man. When you're the muscles from Brussels, oh god, you mm-hmm. do a split whenever you want. Yep. Which is seven times in a 90 minute movie. <laughs> and then also the last one, Van Damme helped edit the movie. To get it released because the producer watched an early cut and said it was just pure trash and he didn't even want to release it. Wow. He did. So Van Damme had to do what? He did. the some, He helped out with uh, the editing of the movie. <laughs> I could have given him credit for that. Like this guy wanted to get a career going because he still hadn't yeah. done shit to this point. He's like, no, I'll, I'll fucking edit the movie for you. Please release it. <laughs> and it worked out because it cost like a million dollars and it made almost like 70 million. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's very entertaining. I understand why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I just, no, I was talking about the producer. Like, what What the fuck oh. is the producer to say? Like, oh, this is trash. God, it's Guy. It's the 80s. Everything the whole country's fucked 80s. up. Like, it doesn't matter. We're all, no, there isn't a sober child in the streets right now. Like, it's the 80s. Come on. Again, what does the fucking studio above your head say? Canon. It's supposed to be shitty. You guys make the worst movies ever. <laughs> You got Death Whiffs like seven coming out this year, for Christ's sake. Oh god. Hey, don't don't knock that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> Death Wish Seven didn't really happen, but it was great in my book. <laughs> An eighty seven year old Charles Bronson. Yeah. Death Wish Seven. Charles Bronson is dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a nursing home and just avenging the uh the nurse who threw away his pudding. Death Wish Seven. You wished you wished was our command. He's dead now. <laughs> I wish I was dead. Someone please kill me. Please, please kill me. I used to be an architect. All right, time for questions. Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Jackson! Jackson! Yeah! Whoa, yeah, get it. The cream rises to the top. Should we all just agree Jackson's our favorite? <laughs> yes. He's yeah. favorite. He's, he's Should we all just agree that Jackson's our favorite and least favorite Stannis? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Got my vote. Listen, the only... The only way Janice could have any redeeming like qualities in this movie, if like like I want that fifteen minute sex scene happened, <laughs> she had said some huge fake Barbie plastic titties from the eighties. Isn't that <laughs> hot? You know what I mean? No, she wasn't. Like, come on. Annoying. Well, dude, you know those tits in the eighties were not BPA free, so. <laughs> 
No, they just they just literally cut them open and put some beach uh, some volleyballs in there and just blew it up and just taped it back up. You tell me you couldn't get <laughs> Pam Anderson to come in with her massive yabos. Come on. Now that would have been a movie. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Van Damme and Pam Anderson. She would have been in the fucking competition just fucking crushing skulls with them titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just smashing fucking people. cantaloupes, just fucking <laughs> knocking people out. Oh, she should have been in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Finish him! Just like smack! Like oh my it's like, god! It's like a rat trap. Just everywhere. <laughs> a rat trap. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> the head, the head's gone. The, the feet are still just like dangling, swinging around. <laughs> uh, just how we're on tomatoes and IMDb have their own rating systems. We decided to make our own. So, guys, what would your rating be for blood sports? I give this one entire full good form. Cock push up <laughs> out of two 15 minute sex scenes with Van Damme pleasing an entire room full of men and women. Yes, <laughs> that's a great rating. It's a rating Oof. I can get behind. I'm telling you. And inside. Oh. <laughs> my screen, my screen is sweating again. <laughs> uh, my rating is that this is just Far- Forrest Whitaker's best movie. That's my rating. <laughs> and if Forrest, if you're out there listening, I mean that. It's the truth. Um, I'm going to give this one motorboat to uh, Kong Lee's muscle titties out of uh, Tim and John just jerking in the corner watching Van Damme just plow some random chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, though, because he's not... So he's not that, you know, uh, threatening in a sexual way. Like when I see him, so I'm like, okay, he's small. He's got he's smaller hands. You know, there's not a hair on his body except on his head and his mm. eyebrows. I'm like, okay, that's good. So he's got a very ladylike physique. The biceps draw me away a little bit, but like I could get behind that. I just want to see the faces that he makes during sex. Because if he oh makes anything close to the Van Damme face, that he's on the <laughs> like that's just a great, that's, that's 15 minutes of bliss right there. Oh dude, that's getting an award at the, at the, at the pornography awards or whatever they call oh, yeah, those the things. AMAs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine? I bet he would still be good too. I mean, not it's a lot the, better the than AMAs, fucking the AVNs. <laughs> the American, yeah. AMAs. <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm sick of seeing Ron Jeremy come, like show up in pornos. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, bring Van Damme in. If we're going to bring in geriatrics at this point, like, come on. <laughs> so just get a truckload full of cocaine and just dump it in front of him and be like, you got to do one porno if you want all this. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't happen. I'm surprised he hasn't done a porno, to be honest. It's, it's yeah, me too. There. I mean. Hey, I'd watch it. <laughs> That'll be... <laughs> That could be our porno. It'll be like the Expendables. It'll be all the old action heroes. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> Arnold's just over all there them, in the all, corner. All of them just smacking their dick because this has been abused by <laughs> drug use and steroids for decades. <laughs> oh, this oh, is humiliating. Oh, God damn it. It's the only muscle that doesn't work in my body. <laughs> Stallone's dick's just covered in track marks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Adrian, I need you to pinch my nipples in order to get hurt. <laughs> Arnold's the only one in there that's getting up because there's like a, you know, 175 pound just like ogre in the corner. He's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, tell me you're my yeah. maid. <laughs> it's primitive. <laughs> I can't have only Kennedy babies. I need a real muscle kid. 
They're too soft. All right, well, that was Bloodsport from 1988. <laughs> if you like the show, please rate and review. That gives us a little more attention on the podcast apps. Also, email or follow our socials if you want to reach out to us. And uh, that wraps up our first movie selection of the month, but we got a couple more coming. It was John Timmy's turn, so look forward to those. And I would like to say to the reviewers out there, if you're going to leave a review, like a fucking rating, fucking leave like a comment, like a fuck, like a fucking adult. All right. Don't just fucking throw up, you know, one, two, three, four, five stars, whatever, and just go away. Okay. We, you know, that's for fucking Nancy boys. Yeah. Tell them Tim sent you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this is this is sad, but the first I just went on Twitter and um, I guess I, I ran just to launch some missiles. And uh, the first person I got the news from was from Ice-T. Oh, Jesus. What? But yeah, yeah. They, they launched 12 ballistic missiles uh, about 530 Eastern time today um, at some American targets and uh, Iraqi military bases and shit. So, yeah, we might be at war at the end of by the end of the week. Yeah, but where mm-hmm. um, where's Ice-T come into this? So Ice T, I got because I, I follow Ice T. That's where I cut the first the first thing I popped up. Was, it was Ice T. Oh, no, it was Ice T saying, "Iran just launched some missiles. Shit's officially popping off. Wow, smooth, smooth." Shaking my head. <laughs> that's that's cold. Iran be. Oh no. Iran's launching some missiles. That shit's ass cold. <laughs> Walter Cronkite, Anderson Cooper, and Ice T. Ice T. All your world news. Yep. Can't laugh. You got to cry. So you know, might as well laugh. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Well, <laughs> this uh, episode might not come out. We might be in nuclear holocaust by then. Max, you got to make a, like a virtual time capsule for these, so that when like future, you know, sentient, intelligent beings find it, they'll realize why the world. Is- no longer a thing because there are people <laughs> who dedicated a lot of time to making the stuff like this. Three of them just like sit around and make inappropriate jokes while sort of like vaguely talking around a movie plot. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And one of them is really racist. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand. We understand now they're all gone now. We Guys, we get it. We get why they went extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> This is, the, this is the things they care about. Yeah. John, John Claude Van Damme not being able to have a full penetration 15 minute sex scene in a movie. These are the problems that they have that they face. These are the problems that they were concerned about. Not the impending <laughs> so that the impending World War 3. Not the end of humanity. It's just John, John Claude Van Damme didn't have a sex scene in 1988. Yeah. <laughs>